0: The This Is Jane Project launched a compassionate care program called Survivors Without Access in July 2021. After recognizing that many compassion programs only served veterans and other specialized groups, This Is Jane Project set out to ensure women and non-binary people weren't left out of the equation. Together with brand partners Ease and Lake Grade Cannabis, This Is Jane Project's first SB 34 compliant compassion program facilitated the donation of 120 ounces of medicinal cannabis to women and non-binary survivors living in Los Angeles and San Francisco. To find out more about their compassion programs and to find out how you can participate, check out thisisjaneproject.com. Welcome to Your Highness Podcast, a show where we get comfortable with the uncomfortable, uncover areas of cannabis where accessibility and inclusiveness are lacking, and elevate conversations about ways to affect real change in this space with a specific focus on folks who identify as women. Listening to Your Highness Podcast. This is your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined by the lovely Takesha Harvey and Diana San Miguel of Cana Curious Magazine. How are you two doing today?
1: Good morning. How are you? We're good.
0: Good, good morning.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: We're doing great. Awesome. So um, before we get started on our discussion, we're going to start this episode as we do every episode with our recurring segment, Fave Pot and Fave Not Pot, where we each discuss our favorite cannabis related or, and not cannabis related, (laughs) item, theory, issue, idea, whatever it is um, at the moment, product, you know, so I'll start. My fave pot right now, uh, Deanna, you would actually really like this. I thought about it when I was collecting. (laughs) It goes into our discussion as well. Um, It's the Avexia Harmony tablets. I'm in Maryland, so I don't know if they're available where you are, but if they they are, you should definitely try them. Um, They're one-to-ones, and it's 2.5 milligrams of CBD and and 2.5 milligrams of THC. And they're just little chewable tablets. They work quickly. I've been using them for a long time. And I really like using them uh, during the day when I'm being more intentional about my <laughs> consumption. <laughs> I am trying to do it all throughout the day and night now, by the way, because I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> but we're good <laughs> sometimes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Takesha, what is your fave pot?
1: Right now, it is these Hempstead Farm gummies. They're CBD gummies, and I was a little skeptical about CBD gummies. I'm like, I'm not gonna feel anything. Or are they gonna really work? And I know you don't really have a, um, a an effect that you a, a strong, noticeable effect with CBD, but I do find that I was like taking them just every day, like almost like a vitamin in the morning, and it kind of provided me with like a calm that was great to start my day. So that's my fave pop right now
2: awesome Deanna what's yours I'm gonna say the Kiva gummies I Mm. think for me that was like love at first sight those were my first edibles and I love them and I like them and I just like how you take a little piece and it just works it's magic and then (laughs) I take another bite of my gummy (laughs) so that for me is my favorite pot right now awesome I need to try those I
0: haven't tried those yet And the CBD gummies, I was skeptical at first about CBD gummies, but (laughs) as long as you're getting a quality brand, you know, I mean, as quality as you can, sure, (laughs) these days, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but anyway, that's another, that's another topic. for another episode um so my fave not pot right now is i'm gonna get super cheesy um it's collaboration with awesome women like the two of you um yeah seriously i love it when uh people get to connect on this level that we've been able to because it's really difficult right now to connect with people i think just just socializing i think
2: you know (laughs)
0: just having conversations with people that you don't know is is kind of difficult um especially when you're in different states and you know right now things are so different everywhere um and yeah, so we, yeah
1: we just uh connection via computer so right, it's
0: like just, exactly yeah it's just a virtual
1: computers <laughs>
0: <laughs> right and, and so it's great when we can move past that awkwardness and create something amazing, like this issue of Canna Curious Magazine, um, which is just full of people who have been on the podcast before, women who are just doing such incredible work in this industry and who are such inspiring creatives. So I am just beyond excited for this issue. I can't even, I'll talk more about it later, but anyway. Um, So Takesha, what's your fave knot pot?
1: Right now, um, Deanna's at my house and I have a candle from Aldi burning.
2: Mm. And
1: I just, I discovered these candles um, probably a couple months ago and they're $3.99 for these big candles that uh, really perform. And so I'm just in love with them because they're $3.99 and they, they rotate out different um, scents. Mm-hmm. But you can't beat that. These are candles that, you know, if you go to other places, they're $20 or $10. And I'm like, $3.99? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in love with a $3.99. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. $3.99?
2: <laughs> <$3.99. laughs>
0: Deanna, what's your favorite not, pot?
2: Oh, mine are not so personal and mindful like yours. But it was the first thing that came to my head. And I'm just gonna have to say tequila and yoga. That's my <laughs> <opinion>. <laughs> together. <laughs> Not together, but it was just like I I, I love them both. I can't leave one uh, Like it's yeah,
0: tequila and yoga. Like see, if I people. had some tequila, I could do a lot more <laughs> yoga. So maybe I should should combine those. I'm kidding. I don't drink tequila anymore.
2: Together, but um I mean, tequila does its job and yoga too. So they keep, me, they keep me sane and they keep me happy when I don't do the, the pot thing. So yeah, yeah. that's my favorite thing right now. I like it. I mean, it's really important to know what works
0: for you, <laughs>
2: especially right now. The tequila
0: and yoga, I don't know. I think now it sounds like a good combination. <laughs> the more I think about it. Okay, so... Compared to 10 years ago, there is a ton of information about cannabis available to the average consumer. Unfortunately, there isn't a lot of accessible information for the curious person who might find the industry as a whole a bit daunting. Whether we intend to or not, being in the industry for a while can result in an almost jaded attitude, which can cause a disconnect in communication. And we're all having that right now on a different level, right? Um, So your beautiful publication is helping bridge that gap with how experienced cannabis users discuss the plant with newcomers. What was the impetus of CannaCurious? Takesha, would you like to start?
1: Yeah, sure. So I spent about two years working with Eclair Research. It's a a cannabis consumer insights company. And we basically would do surveys and focus groups with uh, cannabis patients and consumers, and after hearing from hundreds of people, I just realized like people were really getting relief from this plant. Like, it wasn't about getting high. It was about getting well, um, and what I also saw was just an opportunity to speak directly to women in a way that um, was approachable and trusted and also beautiful. Uh, we wanted to connect with the newbie who was curious about cannabis but just didn't know where to start, and so we wanted to create a platform um, to provide her with the information that she needed to understand more about cannabis.
0: Awesome. Diana, did you want to add anything to that? Yes.
2: For me, well, like, you know, a little bit to Keisha was in the cannabis industry and mm-hmm. I started hearing about CBD and how it doesn't make you high. And I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, Oh, let me look into this. Cause part of, for me, I like, I do, I'm not, person who likes to get very high but I like that little bus so it was oh I can get all these benefits without getting high so let me look into it so I started becoming that kind of curious woman I started trying these things and I saw how they were working for me for my daily life as a mother as a professional as my personal for my personal wellness and we just got together and the opportunity was there to build something where we could talk to women. I felt there were nobody was talking to us, like women like me, about the wellness aspect of the plant. So we got together during before COVID and the idea was born to just let's educate women on the wellness aspect of the plant just put the information out there make them do the choice but at least the information is out there and this way we can help break the stigma and just women like me and us can benefit in a more natural way and just make it part of our wellness without having to feel guilty or judge because it's cannabis so
1: right and Deanna won't say this but she is an amazing designer creative director (laughs) oh yeah and I was like you know I'm sure you can make this you know, very welcoming and just, it didn't exist. We didn't see people talking about cannabis and design in a way that was like aesthetically beautiful. Um, And I just knew like, you know, you could apply your talents to this space.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. We were looking for ways to also like explore each of our strengths professionally. So it just clicked and it's just, do a cannabis magazine for women in a way that it's not there in a way that you pick up this publication. And it's so beautiful, so pretty. And that there's that surprise aspect. Oh my God, they're talking to me about cannabis and I can relate to it because they're talking to me in a visual and, and a way that I can connect and I feel good about it.
0: Yeah. It's so unique because your, your passion for something that is both aesthetically pleasing and entertaining and informational informative just shines through in in this magazine and so um (laughs) yeah so your upcoming issue will be your one year anniversary edition and i am the guest editor and we'll talk about that little bit of news later but first what are some of the biggest things that you've learned in the last year tahisha
1: well, so this year it's been, you know, amongst the multiple pandemics <laughs> and the never ending one, it seems like, um, you know, starting out, we are a small team and we have to do basically everything. So one of the biggest things I've learned is, you know, we have to be head of finance, head of marketing, operations, send out the emails, you do, you literally do everything. And, um, you know, it stretched me and pushed me beyond, you know, my knowledge base, and my experience, but luckily there's no shortage of information out there to learn about new topics. Like, you know, I have Google, <laughs> YouTube,
0: and right. Also Skillshare. Connect. is a good yeah, one. Oh, oh yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. And
1: like connecting to people in your network. Like I've been really amazed at how many people um, have been willing to have conversations and also collaborations, you know, it's mm-hmm. been, that's been like amazing. Um, and so it's just been it's been a it's been an interesting ride and I feel like I've grown and learned so much in the past year um and basically learned like you know we basically live in figure it outville where we just figure things out as we go along and it's almost like oh you don't know how to do that oh we'll figure it out
2: (laughs) and keep Mm -hmm. going Mm -hmm. absolutely for me the biggest lesson has been like if you have a purpose if you set yourself on a mission and you truly believe in it and you put your heart in it it's just things fall into place and they just keep happening so it's don't be afraid of asking knocking doors talking to people because there's always someone willing to have that conversation there's always someone willing to connect you there's someone willing to help you to collaborate and it's been an amazing journey this last year like we've been through a lot of struggles financially like Takisha says, wearing so many hats, doing things that we've never done before, but they just we keep making it happen and we learn every day and we just it's like how much are we capable of? And we haven't like was just starting and right. it's just we don't like sometimes like we don't know how to do it, but we're doing it and yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's truly believing that and just knock on doors, talk to people. There's when you have something good, it's just gonna find its way. So it's truly believing in what you set yourself to do.
0: Right. And being transparent about the fact that you are just figuring it out, I think goes a long way because, you know, when people are coming together in collaboration, if you're not honest about that, I don't think that you can truly collaborate. You know, I don't think you're going to create the finished product that you want because, you know, you're not being honest with yourself or with the other people. And, um, Anyway, yeah, so <laughs> I think that really helped us work together well, is that we were all pretty yeah, honest I,
1: with each other. I love that you mentioned that because it, it to me it also is like, and this is, I feel like been my lesson for the past year, is um, a lesson in vulnerability, and that, that transparency happens when you're able to be vulnerable and say, "Look, this is where we're at." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. This is the vision of, that, of where we're going. If you want to align to this vision and come along for the ride, like we both can win.
0: And Absolutely.
1: That has been, I think, you know, why we've connected and been able to collaborate so well and we're like just super excited about again these opportunities. Like Deanna said, you just you never know until you ask and it's and um, you know, all you can get is information and that is, has been a big lesson of just open your mouth and
2: <laughs> Yes, and sometimes it's like of course, we're like, sometimes we're like, okay, let's try to find investors and things. And we talk to people and it's just, they might not be giving us money, but they're giving us knowledge. They're giving us connections. And those are sometimes so much worth than actually just getting some money on the bank. So it's just looking at all the ways that we're winning and we're gaining value so that we can put into kind of Curious magazines. So... Uh, Yeah, I've learned that from Takesha. Don't be afraid to ask. She's not submitting it, but she's the one just asked. But you already have the no. The worst thing is you get the yes, right? Right, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're fearless, and that's so inspiring. Do it scared. Do it scared. so as i mentioned before i'm the guest editor for this issue and i couldn't be more excited to see it published this issue is jam-packed with incredible information and entertaining content written by awesome women writers some of the women featured have been on the show in the past like i said before um danielle simone brand for example who has been on three times to discuss the intersection of parenting and cannabis she has a beautiful cover story um she is always full of such insight and her essay goes into her background while also sharing some great tips on creating a mindful practice. The theme for this issue is rituals. Um, How did you come
2: up with it? So how did we came with the, rituals theme um we sit down and brainstorm of what we want to go like what do we want our next issue our message to be and we've been seeing this huge trend in social media uh, when we go to the yoga studio when we go to different places and it's just people are finding that rituals are very beneficial for their well-being like Adopting daily routines, uh, morning routines, night routines, or just setting intentions, manifestations. So I think it's a big thing going on. I think during COVID and lockdown, we were sitting at home and we had to find ways to just keep our minds um, healthy. And there's this trend about mindfulness. And I think it all goes connected. Mm -hmm. So... We just thought it was a great, beautiful way to share stories of how women, all kind of women, moms, entrepreneurs, um, businesswomens, how do they adapt these rituals and how cannabis is part of it. Uh So so it's just like a trend and we wanted to put it out there. And I think it's something that is going to stay because when you find that little ritual, even if it's a minute ritual, but it's or if it's a 10 minute ritual is just so beneficial that we wanted to share those stories. And there's other ways to um, have cannabis in your life. It's just not about just sitting and eating the gummy. It's just like do it intentionally. So that's what we wanted to share. That's how we came up.
1: Yeah. I think um, we wanted to really just show our audience how cannabis can be a part of how you can incorporate cannabis CBD into your life in a ritualistic manner and be more intentional about your use of it and like you said we're showcasing it all different women who are how they are incorporating it into their lives and we talk to an artist and how she uses uh cannabis for part of her creative process and um just highlighting different ways that you know there's not just one way to consume this plant and Mm -hmm. everyone can figure out how you know how they want to use it like for me personally i use it primarily for sleep um, and like I said, I was using the CBD gummies in the daytime for like this, just kind of like to start my day with a little sense of calm. Because sometimes you ever get those morning, you're like, oh my god, I have to do all these things today, and it's like just calm down. <laughs> <It'll-> <laughs> um, but at night, it's like for me, it's like okay, my wind down time, which used to be wine, like wine to wind down. Right. Um, and I'm like, but again, it doesn't help with my sleep, so I'm like, I've been incorporating cannabis instead as a way to relax and wind down and. It's a part of my bedtime ritual now, and I do think about it, and I'm intentional with my use for it, and so I think that that it's just showing people in this issue how they can be more mindful with this beautiful plant.
2: <laughs> right. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, sorry. I was just gonna add that. Yeah, there's a healthier option. You don't have to pop a sleeping pill or something. Right. So, yeah, this might be just just give it a try. Um, you might feel better the next day. I mean, even like we were talking about birthdays, how like birthdays are rituals. So that was also part of the theme. I would like, it was like, it's our one year anniversary and anniversary. I mean, birthdays, anniversaries, those are rituals. We just celebrate something that's going on. So it's it's a healthier way to celebrate this.
0: Right. When I was writing the editor's note, I was going to say, we cel- I was writing, we are celebrating and one year anniversary with the theme of rituals. And I was like, that is just so, like, <laughs> all of that is a ritual, basically. Everything I just said is all tied into rituals. And um, and so that's really cool. And I think also it's really important is that people have been – They've been smoking a lot more cannabis during COVID. I mean, people who didn't before, there's lots of research out there that people are trying it at record highs. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) but anyway, you know, it's like, it's also important not to just go too much with that, you know, like to, to just say, oh, well, I'm in COVID, so I'm just going to go Balls to the wall and smoke right. as much as possible. And I I had those moments early on in COVID. So I understand.
1: <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Like I'm not drinking alcohol. So I'm just going you know, whatever yeah. I can't get my hands on. And that can really be very more uh that can be a lot more damaging than we realize in the long run. So um, I think that it's really important to take a step back if you're already in that, <laughs> already in that kind of, uh, you know, zone and just look at like, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? And, and as uncomfortable as that unraveling is, it's important to your overall uh, health, physical yeah. and mental.
1: The the pandemic gave us a moment of pause to, mm-hmm. and, to and and if we were, you know, uh, took advantage of that moment, which some people, a lot of people did, some people did not because they didn't, they, you know, like you said, it's, it's hard to do some of that reflection work and understand why am I doing these things. But uh-huh. the, the one part I think about canvas that I have found to be fun is it reacts differently with everybody's, every individual. Mm-hmm. So it has been for me kind of fun to just even figure out like what works for me and trying different things and kind of putting together my own little practice of, okay, so for my nighttime routine, I have a vape pen, I may, you know, take a couple puffs, but then pop a gummy because I want to like fall asleep quickly, but I want to also want to stay asleep. And so okay. like even figuring out that mix and then knowing like, okay, how much should I take? Because 10 milligrams might be too much for me. I feel like I'm floating. I'm not getting into a deep REM sleep. Yeah. Like, you know, five works a little bit better. And, um, so it's even been kind of cool to figure out like what works for you and create, um, you know, a, a mindful practice around just creating my own practice.
0: Right. That's why microdosing is so awesome, which we also have a feature on in this issue.
1: <laughs> so much good information in this issue. I'm just yeah. I'm to, to see it myself.
2: <laughs> right. Like get away from that idea that cannabis is just to get high and go for the whole gummy or just explore explore it in different ways, like explore it for sleeping, explore, even like the first time I was like, somebody mentioned, oh, have you ever done yoga? Hi. And I'm like, no. So I, one day I was just like, okay, let me try. Uh-huh. <laughs> so before I went into the yoga studio, I hit my pen and then I went in class and I completely forgot that I had done it. And all of a sudden I was just like, whoa, oh my God, I forgot that I had hit my vaping. And the experience was so different.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
2: for me, yoga, like I, I, I'm going to be honest. I've been so happy doing yoga. I've cried doing yoga. Mm-hmm. I've been stressed during yoga. But that was like the first time that I could feel like my actual body, like my muscles. My It was just a great experience. Yeah. I just had to keep reminding myself, you're high. You're high. Don't forget that you're right. a high yeah. and that you feel really good. But there's some things that you can't still do. Like don't think you're just going to go and do a handstand right, right. now. <laughs>
0: For me, it elevates yoga in such a way. I actually saw, like, I know this sounds kind of corny, but I saw my, like, I felt a bliss that I never felt mm-hmm. before in yoga. Exactly.
2: So it's exploring. It's being open minded with. It's microdosing. It's yeah. like just trying different things. Is so. It's yeah. It's a very interesting fun. And journey. I think that
0: when you're like forced to kind of slow down, like when I was pregnant, I, I was using um, CBD and I was doing the prenatal yoga and I really do think that made me connect to my body. And I mean, when I had, when I was actually in labor, it was like less than 30 minutes. Like it was just my, the midwife was just like, wow, you just knocked that out. I didn't scream or, I mean, I was on medication, but I, (laughs) I, (laughs) But I wasn't loopy or anything like that. And it was like, I was just, I was a lot more connected, I think, because of that, like the preparation with the CBD and the prenatal yoga. Um, It really like helped me just feel those parts of my body more, I guess, you know, and focus on them more. But anyway, so (laughs) getting off track, sorry. Um, (laughs) So when can people buy the issue and where can they buy it?
1: Well, we have um, our next issue is coming out in uh, late September. And so they can buy it uh, online at our website at canacuriousmag.com. By mid-September, we usually do pre-sales and prior to the magazine launching. So you can start to buy it then. It'll it'll go back live on our on our site in mid-September. And that's canacuriousmag.com.
0: And where can people find you on social media? Sorry, I didn't put that in there. <laughs>
2: You can find us at Canna Curious Mag. That's our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we're also on Pinterest. Yes,
1: and Facebook. And they can also sign up for our newsletter um, and get access to the free digital copy on cannacuriousmag.com.
0: So before we go, how can the cannabis community best support you both personally and professionally? Because I know that you both have other things going on outside of the magazine.
1: Um, So right now, I would say we are kind of focused on the magazine. We have some other projects that have not launched yet. Like we're looking, Deanna and I are looking to do my branding background and her design background to um, partner to put together a, almost like a a, uh, package branding agency, if you will, Uh um, for uh, CBD brands and specifically those that are targeting um, the female audience because that's our aesthetic. So that's TBD, that's coming soon. But, um, you know, for for Canna Curious, we also, part of our mission is to uh, basically share relatable personal stories. So if you go to our website and we have an an option to share your Canna story, and that's something that's available to all all people, all women. Um, And we love to hear from you and talk about, and it's a short form that you can talk about how you started, what do you use, cannabis or CBD, how has it helped you? And we basically will post and share those stories on one of our platforms, whether it's a blog post or social media. Um, but that also helps, you know, hearing from other women in various um, situations and ages that just helps provide other women a, a point of contact or connection to, you know, other women that are consuming cannabis and CBD. And so that it helps to just more, more normalize it for people.
2: Um, I'm going to add to that. Um, I think both personally and professional, if you share our story, just not kind of Curious Magazine, but talk about our story, talk about our mission, um, talk about who we are. I think if we, we do that with women that we connect to and we're always like going back to collaboration, Is just I believe that whatever you put out there comes back. And so, yeah, just share a story. Don't be afraid to reach to us. It's just Keisha and me. We're just like (laughs) you and everybody else. And we're willing to help. We're willing to have conversations. And we're here. So like I said, whatever we give, we get back. And we do it with all the love and all the good energy. So that's also a way of supporting us. Reach to us. Tell us your story. Ask us questions. And we'll give back however we can. So yeah. I'm going to add to it and say support women
0: who support women by giving them sponsorship dollars, people. Money helps to help things go easier. Money helps too. I mean,
2: (laughs) we we are thrilled with collaborations, but it wouldn't hurt. So yes, buy the printed magazine. We make it um, free digital, but by actually buying the printed magazine, you not only get an amazing publication, but... You help us keep going and doing what we love and putting the information out there and growing this amazing uh, project we have put ourselves to. Like we're definitely we, we started by saying we're trying to change the conversation. No, we're changing the conversation. We're we're breaking the stigma. So we just wanna keep doing it. So buy the magazine
0: buy it and put it in your spa put it in your practice put it in your dispensary this is a great magazine for that because it's not like your typical dispensary magazine where it's just filled with ads no shade but but (laughs) this is really great for somebody who's just beginning their journey and also someone who is just coming back into the fold after you know maybe thinking they couldn't do it for a while and honestly I feel like this upcoming issue has something for everybody in it I think that everybody is going to learn something from this issue.
1: Yeah, there's even people who are longtime users have found inspiration or or found knowledge about um, even different products or accessories. So there's, it's, you know, it expands um, beyond just the newbie. Like there is something for everyone, um, and it's it's lifestyle driven. So it is like you were saying, from a dispensary magazine point of view, it's not just about the plant; it's about your lifestyle with the plant. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, yes. And that's the whole thing. It's just a plant. We still talk to people, and they're like, "The drug? No, it's a plant." <laughs> yeah, it's a plant. It's like lavender, like chamomile. It just has different effects. But if you get to know it and you use it wisely, and you learn about it. It's a beautiful, magical plant. So, and
0: unlike lavender, it can build houses and sh- shirts and clothing and paper and anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to work with you both. And it, I I couldn't say enough about it in words because I just love it so much. I love the both of you, and I love this magazine. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. Um, Until next time, stay high and beautiful. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Your Highness Podcast or on Twitter at Highness Podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe.